The New York Islanders were humiliated by the Minnesota Wild, and so we have to ask, has Lane Lambert lost the locker room? We've got that, our key takeaways from the game, and a full preview of tonight's game in Winnipeg. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Wow, what a rough day it was for the Islanders on Monday. We've got a lot to talk about. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, Maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode. Feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on X at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on X at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during every Islanders home and road game, so join me for some instant insight and analysis. Islanders, they don't just lose. They were pretty close to a no-show in this game against the Minnesota Wild, and before I delve into the intricacies of what went wrong during this particular game, I have to address the elephant in the room. And that is, has Lane Lambert lost this locker room? And no, the players will tell you, no, we love playing for Lane Lambert. We respect Lane Lambert. It's on us. We have to do better. You you will get those, uh, you know, PC kind of answers from the entire locker room under the circumstances. And they may be honest in the sense of that's how they feel, that they like playing for Lane Lambert and that they want to win for Lane Lambert. But how they feel and what the actual situation is like may not be the same thing right now for this team. And 
say what you want, but the New York Islanders are not getting the job done right now. And the problem is, it's the same mistakes that we're seeing over and over and over again. Fundamental, basic things that just aren't getting corrected. And when that happens, and you have a veteran team like the New York Islanders are, you've got a real problem on your hands. And, you know, right now, the Islanders are falling in the standings and not in a playoff spot anymore. And you would think, you would think, when you come off a game like the Islanders lost in Nashville the other night, and you play a good 52, 53 minutes, and then... You, you just fold. You fold. You collapse at the end of the game. That, that would inspire you to come out and beat the Minnesota Wild. Or even if you don't beat the Wild. To play a good game. To have a sense of urgency. To go out and say, you know what, we blew that last game and we're angry about it. We have to do something about it. We have to play better. Instead, the Islanders showed up in Minnesota in body only and were humiliated 5 to nothing. And it was the same stuff over and over again. Turning the puck over either in your own zone or in the neutral zone, taking dumb penalties over and over again, just not clicking offensively in any particular way. It was just the same old story, and I can deal with it if this team had no talent. And again, I don't think this team is elite, but on paper, this team should be a little bit better than it is, and right now, in 43 games, the Islanders are 19-24. and 24. 19 wins, 24 losses. Okay, they got a point in 10 of them. But the failure to play a 60-minute game, the failure to correct the same old mistakes over and over and over again on a veteran team that should know better, the lack of hustle, the lack of inspired play. You know, you could tell me all you want that the Islanders really like and respect Lane Lambert. And maybe they do. Maybe, you know, they really do like the guy. But they're not playing well for him. And I don't want to blame Lane Lambert entirely for this situation that the team is in right now. Three, six, and one in their last ten. Losers uh, of a couple of games in a row. And just, again, even when they're playing a, a little bit better, like they did against Toronto, that was a great effort. Can't sustain it. Can't put it together for more than a period or a game at most. I mean, this team just isn't clicking. And yeah, there's injuries. And yeah, there are 
talent deficits and age issues and a whole bunch of other things. But they can't come out after collapsing against Nashville and going up to play a Minnesota team that has been struggling mightily, mightily in recent weeks and just be dominated. Second period, shots on goal, 21 to 3, Minnesota. 21 shots on goal in 20 minutes. Do you know how many shots the Islanders had in the entire 60-minute game? 21. This team is just imploding. And they're not good enough to beat themselves and the other team. When this team is inspired, when this team plays their game the right way, when this team is clicking on all cylinders, they can beat any team in this league on any given night. But there are too many nights right now where this team doesn't have it, where this team takes five minutes off, ten minutes off, a period off, the entire game off like they kind of did against Minnesota last night. There are too many breakdowns, too many mistakes, and not enough corrections of those mistakes that here we are more than halfway through the season, and if the Islanders don't figure out what they're doing wrong and fix it soon, no playoffs this year. And I can tell you right now, if there's no playoffs this year, There should be changes. And I'm beginning to think that Lou Lamorello, the guy who fired his head coach when his team was in first place with three games left in the season when he was with New Jersey, I cannot understand why he hasn't at least done something to shake things up with this Islanders roster whether it's a coaching change, which I I hate to call for anybody's job. I don't like to do it. These are people. Lane Lambert works hard. I think he's a competent coach. I just don't think right now he's the right guy for this team at this moment. And, you know, whether it's because he was an assistant for so long and you have a different type of relationship with an assistant coach versus a head coach, Maybe that's making it more difficult for him to be the authority figure in this locker room. Or whether it's just that he's asking this team to play a style of hockey that they just aren't equipped to play or that doesn't play to their strengths. Here we are, past the halfway mark of the season by two games. The Islanders have a goal differential of minus 18. Minus 18. That is just not going to get the job done in the long run. It's not good enough. It's just not. And right now, the Penguins have tied the Islanders in the standings, but the Penguins have played one less game. 
The Devils are one point behind the Islanders. They've played two fewer games. The Capitals have played two fewer games. They're two points behind the Islanders. You know what's staring the Islanders in the face if they don't wake up and wake up in a hurry? Seventh place in the division. It is not too late to save this season. It is not too late to turn things around. But there's got to be some changes. And it goes beyond benching someone for a game or uh, changing the line combinations for a game or part of a game. There's got to be a different tone. There's got to be players called up or traded or moved. There's got to be new blood and enthusiasm injected into this lineup because right now, since the holiday break, this team has lost it and they can't seem to find it and get it back. All right, we have got a lot more to discuss. We'll break down what happened in Minnesota or maybe more specifically what didn't happen in Minnesota. Plus, we have our uh, preview of the game in Winnipeg tonight and our Islanders' birthday of the day, a player who was briefly with the Islanders in the mid-'80s, a center. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guarantee, so Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. My favorite feature is that you can go on the Game Time app and you can see the view from your seat before you purchase so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts, it is the place to find last-minute seats. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So the Islanders go into Minnesota and just embarrass themselves. They played poorly. They didn't really show up. And, you know, if you needed an idea of what was going to happen, the first 50, uh, 65 seconds kind of gave it all away. Anders Lee goes to the net, tries to get a loose puck away from Marc-Andre Fleury, and three Minnesota Wild players take exception. And somehow, after the scrum is over, the only penalty that is called is a penalty on Anders Lee for slashing. Well, guess what? 
the Wild cash in on the power play. Matt Zuccarello scoring the goal. And 131 seconds into the game, Minnesota already scored the game winner. And if it wasn't for the strong play in the first period of Ilya Sorokin, it would have been a lot worse. The Islanders gave up two power play goals and a shorthanded goal. So again, the, the PK, a disaster. The power play gives up a, a two-on-one breakaway. Can't say I blame Ken Appleby, who played the third period, for the goals that he gave up. I mean, both of them were tic-tac-toe kind of passes. You had a two-on-one breakaway where you had a great pass across. And then you had another situation where, you know, pass comes to Marcus Foligno. He's all alone. Bing. Late in the game, Islanders down 3 to nothing. Islanders get a chance. A double minor on Cyril Kaprizov for high sticking. Islanders have a four-minute power play. If you score twice on that power play, it's a one-goal game with however much time. Let's, let's estimate four minutes left, give or take. What happens? Eight seconds into the power play. Anders Lee hooking. Two minutes of that power play, gone. Islanders, no chance. No chance to even get back into the game. And then you look at the numbers. The top line. The top line of Lee, Horvat, and Barzal. One shot on goal for Barzi. One shot on goal for Bo. Two shots on goal for Anders Lee. Not enough. Not enough. Kyle Palmieri and Anders Lee, four minutes each in penalties. No Islanders player had more than three shots on goal. Pierre Engvall and Brock Nelson. That line was the only line that even came close to pr producing any kind of offense. And Brock was a minus two in this game. Now, part of that was the shorthanded goal. But again... What did they do well in this game? I can't think of it. And, you know, Lane Lambert, again, kind of playing with the line combinations. Oliver Wallstrom back on the bench. He doesn't play. Sezikis is still out of the lineup. So what does he do? Well, in this game, you move Hudson Fashing to fourth line center with Martin and Clutterbuck. Gautier back in the lineup. But none of the lines really created offense. The power play, not a lot of offense. The giveaways, they just were sort of the gift that kept on giving. Turnovers, coughing the puck up in your own zone, in the neutral zone. Just not going enough to the dirty areas it, it, overall, it was just a hot mess. And the Islanders just didn't do... They weren't overly physical. They weren't overly uh, good offensively or pretty with their passes. 
they weren't good defensively, other than some good saves by Sorokin, there was nothing to really think about. And you're outshot in this game 40 to 21. That's double, practically. And this was a wild team that couldn't get out of its own way in recent games. Something has to change. Something has to be done differently here, whether it's a trade, whether it's calling up a couple of guys from the minors. Ruslan Ishkakov remains, by far, the best thing the Islanders have down on the farm. I mean by far. He can't do any worse than the guys that are on the ice right now. I mean, okay, maybe he could, but the result would be the same, and it's, you got to shake things up right now. So if you bench a player or two and call up a William Dufour, who's playing a little better, and we'll have our farm report tomorrow, or you call up an Ishkakov or both, shake things up because one thing that appears right now to me with all the long-term contracts and no trade clauses and all the players who have been here for a very long time maybe this team is a little too comfortable maybe this team is a little too complacent they're playing like it i know they that 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 they would deny it and i don't want to believe it but they're playing like it. And when you do the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result, that's the definition, according to Albert Einstein, of insanity. And if that's the case right now, the Islanders are looking pretty close to insane because they have to make changes in some way, shape, or form to just get the player's attention and make them realize What you're doing isn't good enough. Hero of the game? (laughs) I mean, is there one? I'm going to give hero of the game to Ilya Sorokin for keeping them in it for the first two periods. That's the closest I can come to a hero, and, and I don't think he played the first goal particularly well, although he was a little bit screened on that play. Go to the game... Everybody, everybody, did anybody play well? No, no. I mean, I could go with the defensive pairing of Aho and Riley, who were particularly bad in their own zone. But, I mean, the whole team really deserves that goat, and it's not good when you have a bad finish and a collapse at the end of a game, and you come back the next game flat as a pancake. It's not acceptable. And if this team cares about making the playoffs this year and winning hockey games, they've got to do something about it, and it's not just mix up the line combinations a little bit. We have got more to get to on today's show. We will have a full preview of tonight's game in Winnipeg. It's an 8 o'clock Eastern time start. And again, you can hear every minute of this game with the Islanders' hometown radio broadcast on Sirius XM. Go to the SXM app and search for Islanders. We're going to preview that game, and we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day 
All of that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Sleeper. We're past the halfway mark of the season, Islander fans. And regardless of where we are in the standings, I want to remind you that you could win big playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like McDavid, McKinnon, or Bo Horvat will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Islander fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Before I forget, I do want to congratulate Marc-Andre Fleury for taking sole possession of second place on the NHL's all-time wins list. Yeah, I know, he's not a favorite of Islander fans because of all of his time in Pittsburgh, but it is an important milestone. He got the shutout against the Islanders. It was one of the easier shutouts, I'm sure, that he's had in his career. But congratulations to Flurry, and he, he is certainly a future Hall of Famer. Doesn't get any easier for the Islanders as they take on the Winnipeg Jets tonight in Winnipeg. The Jets just had a lengthy winning streak ended by, of all teams, the Philadelphia Flyers, who beat them 2 to nothing when, well, Saturday. So here, the Jets, who were already at home, they played their last three games at home, they had two days off, while the Islanders, who have to travel, are playing a back-to-back. That is not a good matchup. Uh, Right now, Winnipeg in first place in the Central Division. They are 28-10-4, one point ahead of the Colorado Avalanche. And guess what? Ninth in the league in goals scored. No team has given up fewer goals this year than the Winnipeg Jets. Connor Hellebuck, a 2-1-9 goals against average and a 9-24 save percentage. He is 21-7-3 on the year, one of the elite goalies in the league. His backup, Laurent Brossois, has a 7-3-1 record. His goals against average, 2-1-8. His save percentage, 9-23. By the way, those are almost identical marks compared to Hellebuck. So clearly, it's not just the great goaltending It's also the way the team in front of them is playing. Where the Islanders may have an edge, the Jets' special teams are not great. The power play is 23rd in the league, 17.1% success rate. The penalty kill is 26th in the league. They only kill off 75.8% of opposing teams' power plays. What does that mean? Well, if the Islanders can somehow get their power play back on track, they might find some success against the Winnipeg Jets. The line combinations right now. And you're catching the the Jets 
maybe at a good time in the sense that there are some injuries mounted. But as of right now, in their last game, Adam Lowry centering the top line with Nikolai Ehlers and Gabriel Velarde on either side of him. Vladislav Nemestikov centers the second line. Cole uh, Perfetti and Alex Ayafalo are his wingers. From left to right on the third line, former Islander Nino Niederreiter, Dominic Toninato, and Mason Appleton. And then the fourth line, center is Rasmus Kupari with Morgan Barron and Axel Janssen Falby on either side of him. Defensively, Josh Morrissey and Dylan DeMello are the first pair. Neil Pionk and Brendan Dillon, the second pair, and Dylan Sandberg and Nate Schmidt, the third pair, as we mentioned, Hellebuck and Boissat, the goalies, Kyle Connor on IR, Vini uh, Heinola on IR, David Gustafson on IR, Mark Shifley, one of their more dangerous weapons, he is listed as day-to-day, uh, he missed, you know, he may not be ready. For the Islanders, that would be a big break as he leads the team with 41 points and is third on the team with 14 goals. And it's uh, Kyle Connor who leads the team with 17 goals. So you may be catching them at the right time for injuries. And now you have a dilemma if you're the New York Islanders and Lane Lambert. It's now been 11 straight games that... Ilya Sorokin has played. I really don't mind letting Ken Appleby start this game on a back-to-back and really rest Sorokin. Then the Islanders don't play again until Friday, and Sorokin can recover from playing 11 straight games. And maybe that's something that could inspire this team to keep it simple and play a little bit better in the defensive zone. But I get the feeling Lane Lambert is going to come back with Sorokin saying, well, he rested him in the third period against Minnesota, and that's going to be enough. We'll see. We'll see. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And, uh, well, Monday was the 61st birthday of former Islanders center Ron Handy. Third round pick back in 1981, had a 43-goal season with the Sioux Greyhounds in the OHL, played all 10 games that he played with the Islanders in the 84-85 season, had two assists in those games, Uh, later played four games for the St. Louis Blues, and then spent the rest of his career, and it went all the way to the 1999-2000 season. He spent all the rest of his career in the minors, had three assists in 14 NHL games, 10 games, two assists with the Isles, did not appear in a playoff game. One of his better moments with the Islanders, December 29th, 1984, at the old St. Louis Arena, Islanders visiting the Blues, Kelly Rudy, the goalie for the Isles, Mike Liute in between the pipes for St. Louis, and in this game, Ron Handy ends up with his very first NHL point. It's an assist on a goal by Brian Trottier. And who else got the assist? Mike Bossy. So quite a uh, quite a couple of people to be involved with your first NHL point. Islanders end up with a 5-1 to win. Kelly Rudy standing on his head. 47 saves 
in that game. Islanders outshot 48-29. to For our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ron Handy, he was a plus one. He had an assist, but did not have a shot on goal. But a magic moment when you get your first NHL point, and it's good to remember that moment for Ron Handy. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will have our key takeaways and hero and go to the game from tonight's game in Winnipeg. Plus, we'll have our weekly farm report on all things Islanders, uh, Bridgeport Islanders, that is. So make sure you join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Keep the faith. And of course, let's Go Islanders!